With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Bulletin. We've got a very knowledgeable cricket man on the panel this morning, Graham Beasley. Before we get to Graham, uh, just uh, Luke Ronke's thoughts on why they didn't pick R- uh, Rachin Ravinder. Uh, was he with Guy Havelt, Logan? Is that correct? Yes. Uh, one News sort of quizzed uh, Luke Ronke on why he wasn't selected. And this is what Luke Ronke said, who is standing in for Gary Sedit as head coach at the moment. It's more around our continuity of selection. Rushing hasn't been in this test squad now for a while and all the batters have been playing really, really well. Okay, we finished the season off at home really well, so we stick with those guys, we back those guys, and then in that all-rounder role that Glenn Phillips played, it is that option of the ball spinning away from the left-hand batters, so that's how we've done it for a long time. Okay, seemed to work well, didn't it? Right, Graham Beasley, good morning to you. What are your thoughts on that? Marina, how are you? Um, <laughs> well, I'm not surprised by that, because that's, that's how they roll, and, and that's how this panel has rolled, even probably going back to the Mike Hesson days, is, is that they are very loyal to players, and sometimes they're too loyal to players. So, you know, if, if you look at that last test match we played back in March against Sri Lanka, um, Henry Nichols got 200, and we had Michael Brassel playing, who was, uh, who was an off-spinner. So that's, they seem to just roll over that approach. And I actually thought it was quite predictable that that is what they would do. Um, but in this case, it hasn't really worked. And it's going to be really interesting to see how stubborn they might be for the second test. Because pretty much the whole country is calling out for Ravindra to play ahead of Nichols rather than Phillips, I think. Um, and will they, will they give Nichols another chance or will they... Um, Will they bow to public pressure? So, um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Um, looking forward to that selection. I can't see them bowing to public pressure. They never really have in, in the past, Graham. And no. I, I, what it no, just right. um, what what irks me about the whole situation that he's just clearly at the moment, uh, along with Williamson and Daryl Mitchell, deserves, deserves to be in our Test six because he's one of our three best players. Simple as that. Oh, yeah. I don't care about the colour of the ball. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And wasn't he wasn't such good form as well, wasn't he? And he was, um, you know, he, he had the all-round game. He wasn't just slogging in the World Cup. Um, you know, towards the end of the innings, he did that a little bit. But particularly at the start, he was playing, you know, proper cricket shots. He was leaving the ball if he had to. And, you know, he was, he was just the, the all-round batter. Um, one thing, though, as I sort of touched on before, I don't... At this level, I don't particularly see him as a great all-rounder at the moment. Um, no. So if he comes into the side, it should be pretty much as a specialist better. Totally agree. Absolutely, totally agree. 
Um, what what um, convinced me that he could play Test cricket was not just the fact, the timing, the placement, um, has the brain, the brain behind most of yep. the innings he constructed. He constructed yep. the situation, he handled situations when better players, more accomplished players had gone. Uh, he handled situations, and accepted responsibility. That is Test match batting for me. Anyway, uh, let's uh, can we can we turn it round? Ravindra aside, I mean we have a history of being bet on the second Test. Will we turn it round, Graham? Yeah, um, I don't think it's a guarantee. Um, you're right, history would indicate that we would turn it around in the second test, but this is a good Bangladesh side playing at home, and I was impressed with them, actually. And the thing I was impressed with them is they just kept at it for all five days. Um, I think in the past, Bangladesh has, has had a good day or a good session and got themselves into position and then just fallen away. Um, and they just they just didn't do that in their first test. They, they, they kept on coming at us. Um, but there are concerns. I'm worried that both openers just look a bit down on confidence to what we'd, we'd expect from them. Um, and the bowling, and you know, particularly Sadie and Ajaz Patel, there are, there are concerns. They're just, just too many four balls. So they just sort of mm. took the foot off the throat. Um, I think it's worth giving Santner a go. Um, again, we'll get down to that stubbornness question, I guess. Um, but, you know, they, uh, they might look at him and his, his bowling in the World Cup is outstanding too. And in those conditions, he does get turned. You know, he doesn't get turned here. That's, that's very well documented. But um, in, in Asian conditions, he can get quite a lot of turn um, and just, just the right amount. So maybe him for either Sodi or Patel, um, that would be one change that I do think they'll make. But you're right, they, they could get stubborn on the batting, I think. They could get very stubborn. Um, there's a certain amount of stubbornness too, I feel, um, about the White Ferns. Um, they, uh, if I go back for the last two to three years and look at the change in personnel in the White Ferns, it would be negligible. And I'm going back you know, to the White Ferns of the unsuccessful campaign in the World Cup on our shores. Uh, when we were rated a relatively good chance of making the playoffs, we didn't do that. Um, but I, I look at it with concern, and I care about the White Ferns, and I, I think we all have a, re- a reason to, because they are uh, equally treated, they are equally re- remunerated, um, and I think uh, they get equal coverage, and I, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm not happy with the White Ferns and the way it's trending. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you do compare it to that World Cup side, I mean, it's, it's getting on for two years ago now, and you're right, there hasn't really been much rotation. Um, you know, they, they tried to do it in terms of dropping contracts for a couple of senior players or uh, uh, to who's back now, which is good to see. Um, but, the, yeah, they just haven't really introduced the young talent. And it, it just, uh, they did seem a little bit out of their depth yesterday. Um, again, a bit like with Bangladesh, you've got to give credit to Pakistan. Um, who I thought played really well, and I thought their fielding was outstanding. Um, but you know, we sort of, uh, I, I was waiting when we were batting for the innings to click. Basically, I thought, you know, someone's going to get in. Whether it's um, whether it's Devon or, or who it is, will just come in and get going, and then really put the pressure on. But but they just didn't get the acceleration, and the bowling was just again, it was just too loose, really, wasn't it? And they didn't see much of a plan as to whether we would try to get them out with pace or we would just try to slow everything down and take the pace off the ball. Um, there just didn't seem that consistency there, and that was a that was a very disappointing loss, I thought. I, I, I really do too, and I, I, I wonder um, if, we're, you know, where to, to look at them and um, give them due attention. I wonder um, in five years... In five years, what we'll be talking mm. about, hopefully I'm alive to talk about it, Graham. But he, here's the thing. I mean, I, I just want to know 
what the what the go ahead plan is, or is it just keep on playing Sophie, keep on playing Susie, and you stay fit, Mealy, and we'll play cricket around you three? Is it, is that what we're looking at? Well, I think it seems to be planned in the short term, but I mean, um, you know, uh, a couple of those players you just mentioned are, are certainly getting on, and, and there's no way that they're going to be around five years' time. So, um, yes, we do need to start planning for that. I don't know if they need more ages. I mean, I've always thought the men need more ages than they get. Mm. Um, and it was a real bonus to have that men's age tour to Australia recently. Um, so maybe the women need more um, age tours, you know, even if it's just sort of going over and playing Australia A or something like that for a while um, and, and to bring through the talent that way. They've obviously made a punt on Plymouth. Um, they think, you know, they, they can see her talent. She finally got her first... Um, um, uh, a domestic one-day century last week. So, you know, there is some sort of promise with her coming on, but they've, they've invested a lot of matches in her. Um, so, yeah, and it, yesterday again showed how much reliance we have on Amelia Kerr. You know, because she, she'll be back tomorrow, and I, and I think it'll make a big difference. Yeah. I think there's more results in around than the Black Hats. The, the, the problem I've also got is that we've fallen further and further behind what I regard as the big three. Australia um, were challenged uh, quite a lot by uh, England, and that was a really even series. Uh, India, I think, with their development and their women's IPL now will just continue to go ahead, leaps and bounds. And then there's the next group, and we're in that. We're, and we didn't used to be. Yeah, true. And you're looking around, and again, um, and Pakistan's a really good example of a, a side that probably didn't take women's cricket that seriously 10 years ago, um, but they're certainly taking it seriously now. And the stat, which I thought was really interesting from yesterday, was that they had more caps in their side than we did yesterday, even with mm. even with Divine and Bates, which I thought was extraordinary. Um, so, you know, yeah. it's an experienced side, um, and, and they're just going to keep on getting better. Same, same with the West Indies. So, um, you know, everyone else is catching up and moving ahead. So, um, you know, we, we need to do the same. And uh, who'd have thought uh, 20 years ago that the West Indies women's team would be the premier cricket team in the Caribbean uh, as opposed to yeah. the men's team? Who would have ever thought of that? Uh, let's uh, get on to a, a really although, positive although, although the men's team have, have just beaten England. But, yeah, you know, well, that is true. <laughs> Puts them alongside Afghanistan and the Netherlands, I guess. <laughs> right, OK, let's uh, look at... Uh, how, how about the Phoenix, eh? 1-0 away win at Western United. It just continues on. It's a nice it's a nice run they're on. Amazing. Yeah, because typically the Phoenix don't start seasons well. Um, and here we are, first week in December, top of the league, just extraordinary. Um, and that was a really polished performance against... Um, Western United as well because they were well they weren't necessarily under the pump but you know they, they didn't have a lot of the ball for a lot of that game um, and then to pop up with the winner with about 15, 20 to go um, you know that is how you play football on the road and um, that's that's the thing where often the Phoenix have struggled of you know they've done pretty well at home but then they go to Australia and sort of lose 3-0 and things like that so um, to have that confidence on the road, they seem to be really coherent. Um, and I'm loving the goalkeeper. It's going to be great. Mm. Awesome. So and, I, and I think Phoenix fans should really make the most of him because I can't see him being around next year. No, I can't either. I mean, he's just so talented that someone's budget will stretch further than ours. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, um, on, the football, on, the, yeah on the football uh, note, uh, Manchester United uh, down 1-0 to Newcastle. 
and a classic between uh, Man City and Spurs this morning, finishing in, in three all. What have you made of the EPL to this point? Oh, I think it's been a really good EPL. Um, although I saw an interesting stat, apparently there have been more red cards this season so far than in the entire last season. Which um, so so the game is being ref quite quite differently, I guess. But you know, if you get red cards, it does actually open a match up. Um, and there were some crack matches over the weekend. And um, wasn't it good to see us come back and um, and draw with Man City? Something. I thought us, yes, us. I thought we were outstanding this morning. I'd written that off actually, yeah, we three were. two with about se- seven minutes to go. I'd, I'd actually yeah, written and, that off. And, and with all our injuries, you know, they had someone come and put someone off the bench with about a minute to go. I'd never heard of him, um, Bentley or someone. Um, and I, no, I thought they played really positively, and just the joy of watching Man City throw their toys out of the cot at the end there when they got a refereeing decision that went against them, and Harlan just went berserk, and apparently he's on social media at the moment having a wine. Um, you know, Pep lying on the ground at one stage because he was so upset with the refereeing decision. I mean, what what sort of example does that do for your team if you've got a manager who's rolling around on the ground if a, if a decision goes against you? You know, yeah, it, it all starts from the top. does start at the top, actually. It, it does. It does start at the top. Um, yeah, interesting to it'd be very interesting to see how how it goes. Um, to be perfectly honest, uh, Graham and I, I just worry about our, our season. I worry about our season at home. Actually, the, uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, South Africa. It looks like it's pretty much a South Africa B side, uh, and then we've they got Australia. Our team, though. Yeah, Australia. Well, they will take. They'll take no prisoners because. Uh, they no. uh, they want to hold on to this Test Championship. They, they won't be arresting people coming here. No, absolutely no way. Um, and you know, it'll be it'll be their first Test series in the post Warner era. Um, and and you're right. I mean, there, there are no real weaknesses in that Australian side, and they always do seem to turn up against us. And South Africa, even if it is their B side, and that's going to be an interesting one to watch to see if the ICC can build, put a bit of pressure on them to send over a proper side and don't just sort of submit to the rich IPL owners that are making them play in a T20 competition back in South Africa. Um, that's so correct. that's going to be an interesting... You, you make a yeah, very I mean, point it, there, actually. A lot of this is Indian-dominated Indian as well because they own the franchises. You're spot on. Yeah, and, you know, and here they are with their franchises, not even in their own country, um, marking up a test area. I, th- I think this is a big issue for the ICC. I reckon it's, it's really important that um, they make a stand and maybe come to some compromise where maybe three or four players stay back and play T20 in, in South Africa. Otherwise, this sets a really bad precedent. Well, um, also because they, they love a Boxing Day test match and, you know, when it's our turn, are we going to bother sending our best team over there? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think we still would, um, and that's partly because our Super Smash teams are not not owned by IPL franchises. Um, so there's, you know, our Super Smash team ultimately are, um, are owned by NTC, and you would think that yeah. they would say, yes, yes, we will send a test side, yeah, a proper test side, over to South Africa. Good on you, Graham. Great to, to have your opinion. Time, uh, I think we're on, yeah, we're on the absolutely safe wavelength on a number of those issues. Cheers for your time, man. Appreciate it. Especially Spurs, yep. <laughs> Especially Spurs, yeah. 10.51 here on SENZ.